up? I'm Lilo. <laughs> What's going down? I'm Lilo. What up? It's your boy KC King Kurtz. And this is That Podcast. If you're now joining the squad, That Podcast stands for Thoughts and Talks. It's a candid approach to all topics, people, events, uh, taboo discussions. Nothing is off limits. We take the center with the saints. Follow us so we know it's real. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at that underscore podcast. We're on iTunes, baby. So subscribe to our um podcast is that podcast if you're you know android and you don't have <laughs> itunes that's fine we on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash thoughts and talks and collectively with that podcast but individually i'm lilo so you can follow me lilo l-e-l-o underscore world that's snapchat instagram twitter and subscribe to my website liloworld.com What's going on? It's your boy King Kurtz. You can catch me at King Kurtz Everything, K-I-N-G-C-U-R-T-S, everything. That's Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. You can especially find me on the IG. Make sure you follow, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so um, you know that we always start our show with an icebreaker. Well, that's Smash at, though. <laughs> you got to get some sound effects up. There we go. I like this. I did good? You did great. <laughs> so um, I found this on It's Real When, and I actually was asking my friends about this, and it was a very controversial conversation. So I want to bring it to King Kurtz and that podcast and see how you feel. So you know that um, a lot of people that's in the realm of spirituality, like you and myself, yeah, there are levels. Like there are some people that really don't eat meat and fish because of spiritual reasons. Um, then there's women that don't shave their underarms or vagina or their legs. So I was asking a group of my homeboys, right? <laughs> Look at your faces. Okay. <laughs> I don't I'm like asking a group of my homeboys. I say, yo, if the girl that you're dating um, has it all together, like she's great, she's gorgeous, um, she's spiritually connected like you are, she's dope, she's financially stable, but she does not... Because of her spirituality, oh, I like your shirt. Thank you. Because of her spirituality, she just does not shave. That's underarms, vagina, and legs. Could you be with her? And across the border was a no. <laughs> Y'all not going to do that. <laughs> see, that's, that's that. You that, that was... <laughs> That's crazy. That's non-romantic music <laughs> for y'all that don't know. That's non-romance. No, seriously, like... So everything's together. And you're a spiritual guy. I am. And so if she doesn't shave her underarms, party done? I mean, when you say don't shave, do you mean like ever? It grows. And there's people that yeah, I follow like, on I my don't social media it. that don't. No, she doesn't shave. Like, bruh. Period. Bruh, she got hair. Like it's it's like the top of my head it's, type hair. It's there. Film not. I mean, hopefully, if she that hairy, it is what it is. Maybe she'll taper it down. No, no, but like, it's 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 growth. <laughs> I feel like I, I should like refer to the consensus on this one. Can we get it in the studio? Thumbs up if you would date them or not. <laughs> you would date them with the underarm hair. Yes. Okay. But I feel like the deodorant wouldn't reach the necessary places that it's meant to reach. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Like she got to shampoo and condition her underarm hair. That's yeah, a like too much. A, like your beard. You have to shampoo and condition it too. If it does I stuff, I do. Gets... But that's my beard. Like there's not. It's not in this like tight pocket of 
So you're laying with Shorty in the bed, and she's just like laying watching TV, and she lifts her arm. I really gotta love you for that. (laughs) I really gotta love you for that. This gotta be some. This is that real love. It's so crazy how much pressure women are under like i just said she's the perfect girl y'all are compact can i get a shout out to the vantage network always here shout out much for recording us in the production Applaud these guys yes follow them Four on all up, social media all the vantage networks can i just steven can we can i just get a thumbs no damn throw the thumb like in front of the camera like, <laughs> you would yeah, do it yeah. oh oh <laughs> thumbs up went to down okay real quick I don't know. And then they said um, their their counter argument was, would I date someone a man with, with a bush, right? Yeah. That's regular, though. Is it? I kind of, I feel like that's How, regular. I feel like, like your bush should be tamed. What? It should. I'm like, what you kind should of man you take it to the barber. Are you kidding me? Force, like. shave, your, shave it, get a treat. Yo. <laughs> you know, honestly, I did that like twice in my life. And it was so like. So you're you, bushy? Hell yeah. I'm a real man. <laughs> How dare you? I'm a real man. Feel a way man. about a woman being in her natural state and not shaving, nearing, waxing, whatever, and being hairy, but yet... I got good hair. So, and what else she does? What else is all curly, just long? I guess sell it. Let's make some money. I don't... <laughs> I don't even know how to approach this topic. It's real when you should. It's really real. Your girl guy. I'm highly confused right Under now. Underarm hair. Underarm hair, hair between her toes. Your shorty's a hobbit. She's like, natural. There's natural, and then there's just like, um, I, there's natural, and then there's nature. Okay, and that's. Okay. There's natural, well, explain and then the there's difference. just like, my shorty wants to live in like huts and shit like that out in the forest. She wants to make a house completely out so of wood. So you got all of that from her not shaving. Obviously, this girl is reaching to a certain extent. Like eventually, <laughs> she's gonna know want more how, out many, of life. how much women are out there that remain natural. Like I actually follow quite a few. Yeah, but there's something, and they're like, very they proud. And they got whole mans that are are. are they gotta do something. Listen, like, they gotta do something because every woman wants to be pretty. The, so because she has hair on her underarm, she's not pretty. I didn't say she's not pretty. But she wants to. So you just not with it. I have to be in that experience. I can't say I'm with it right All now. Right. For me, it's a thumbs down. It's real when I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Your girl has underarm hairs and she's as staying I, natural, and you stay with her. So it's real when. Make sure you hashtag and tag us on Twitter at that underscore podcast. Uh, we'll probably read one of yours if it's uh funny enough or we can relate hashtag thoughts and talks hashtag it's real when and add us so we know it's real so <laughs> it is t- i can't like i'm still trying to process this information and it's just not working let's continue listen let's so continue. on to some some gossip and news you know we like to share things that are unspoken of and there was something very b- bizarre that i Give ran across all right, so first I want to ask you, how do you feel about culture and tradition? Yo, I love tradition. I'm a very okay. traditional guy. You know what I'm saying? That's just my that's just my vibe. Like, you know. Okay. And how do you feel about herpes? I'm not. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what? I can't say that I'm pro herpes. What happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like if there was a herpes convention, I'd probably be the first person to, you know, curve that. All right, well, check it out. There has been six cases of infant herpes. 
No, but listen, infant herpes that are tied to a controversial, um, ultra-Orthodox Jewish circumcision practice. So basically, oh, that's messed up. Baby's got the bum bum. And and it's been a lot of cases. Ba- um, one unidentified baby was rushed to the hospital 15 days after undergoing the ancient ritual known as, and I hope I say this right, Metzitza Beppa. Metzitza I probably didn't say that right. Right, it sounds better when you say it. So it basically involves um, cleaning the circum- um, circumcision wound by oral suction. Yeah, I was going to say. And so... <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by oral suction? Basically, the ritual is the baby gets circumcised and they Are clean they giving baby's up. head? That's what it sounds like because there's been multiple cases what? of newborns developing... Jewish people out here from womb getting the top? It's an ancient, ancient, wow. excuse me, orthodox... Um, Jewish uh, babies tradition. out here game on like I really want to know um the reasoning behind it like why I mean we can't judge cuz it's tradition and culture right um, but why are you giving babies um head? okay head when you have herpes and there's been numerous cases this is like the sixth that's case that's wrong, been reported though. so there's a lot happening that we don't know about that's not consensual that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like the baby had the opportunity to be like, yo, listen, shorty, I'm not, you're not my swag right now. <laughs> so I can't accept this oral foreplay. That's not cool, B. <laughs> At least let my man have the opportunity to pick the thought that he wants to get like, ahead from. Why? Why? I, like, I, you know, I, I'm going to do some f- more research on that because I was looking into it, but I couldn't really find out, like, you know how you can say, like Haitian people say, um, when you have a cold, rub Vicks on your feet and this put isn't the socks same. on. This isn't the same. And we really don't, like we, it says it opens up the pores, blah, blah, blah. But then we put, put tea, which is like an oil in Haitian culture on everything. Like if a hurricane's coming, you put it on your house type it's shit. It's like the black version of Robitussin. But, but we don't know why. And that's what I found. No, tea, like they've actually proven it. Like there's mad minerals and things within there. That bang for the body. Yeah, but we use it for everything. Because Do we it's have so proof rich. that it yeah. works for everything? Yep. I need you to pull it up. Yo, I'll, I'll get Next it Next time, okay. It's so because crazy that, that the U.S. government do. is out there mining it. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. What? I Why mean, you I, think, I, like, I bangs with the oil. Don't during, get me wrong. Like, I just During the earthquake that. situation, like, there's this one rich spot out there in Haiti where they're mining the shit. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Or some people say put garlic in your shoe. When you're sick, but we don't know why. Like I know it opens your pores, it, uh, the garlic, the. Um. There's. They, all right. Well, all I'm just stuff, trying to figure out. We're gonna. I'm we're trying gonna, to figure out why. That podcast is gonna <laughs> the go Jewish holistic. The Jewish does that. Like I don't get it. That podcast is gonna go holistic soon, and we're gonna give you all <laughs> our documentation. But as far as that tradition, I feel like it's, it stems back from something very ancient, very yeah. long time ago. Because like, how were they supposed to clean the womb before? You know right. what I'm saying? So they clean leaves. it with, with the best leaves. There's, there's like, yeah, are you serious? Special leaves in the that... Middle East. Mm. Really? Well, who said? Who said? Leaves They're in the Jewish. Middle East to clean up all that blood and 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 pus that's arising. I mean, how you there. think they did, did? Did? Are you kidding me? Yes, we, I kid you not. We used no, to I take no. everything from the farm, our leaves and everything to heal wounds. True that, but I'm pretty sure all that leakage and all right. So well, let's I think don't about know it. what it is to be like circumcised. So I can't. Like a, we're not going to discuss that traumatic event. So let's think about it. Let's <laughs> Shout think out about to all the circumcised people out there. 
<laughs> I swear, like two thirds of the Haitian male community is just like, uh. really? Yeah. What you mean? I'm pretty sure about like two thirds of Haitian men are circumcised. Oh, are not or are that are. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was about to say. I thought you said that they weren't. But continue no. what you were saying. Um, it's like getting a snake bite. They suck it out, right? Touche. So they. I'm All sure right, there's well, like ointments and oils that you could throw up on there, right. but you got to pull it out. <laughs> throw up on there. <laughs> All right. Well, that was very interesting, and I definitely wanted to address it. Um, on more of a serious note, there was an article that um, I looked up on CNN. And it's basically, you know, I've worked in the mental health field for quite some time. You also know that I'm a part of Urban Peace Squad. Shout out to Urban Peace Squad, Squad Squad. Um, and we're big on mental health and um, basically not having a negative stigma on it. Because there's a lot of people that go through mental health diseases and because of the negative stigma don't seek help or don't know, aren't educated about um, what could be going on with them in their bodies. So there are a lot of unresolved mental health issues. And a lot of them lead to crime. So I kind of want to just give you some numbers first. Go ahead. And then get your opinion on this kid who um, brutally murdered his mother with his siblings in the house and walked out with her head in one hand, knife in, a, in and another hand. And when was hand. this? This was on Monday. Oh, this is... This is recent. Okay. So let me give you some numbers first before we judge this kid, okay? <laughs> okay. So according to the FBI and Treatment Advocacy Center, 10% of all homicides in 2015 were committed by people suffering from schizophrenia. We got that? Yeah. 10.6% of all homicides uh, were family on family, and two-thirds of the children who killed their parents suffer from mental illness. Mm. So, um, this brings me back to the story of the kid. There was a kid that uh, recently brutally murdered his mother, like I said, while his four-year-old and two-year-old siblings was in the house. So, I'm looking on CNN, and I showed social media, and basically his name was Oliver uh, Machado. He's 18. He calls the police, and he tells the operator on Monday that he stabbed his mom eight times and left the knife in her mouth. Oh, he called. He called. That, Get that this, when nice they asked him why he did it, it was but he said because I felt like it. Like straight like that. Now, um, when the police arrived, he was carrying his mother's head in one hand and the knife in another hand. And like I said, when he asked, when they asked why did you kill your mother, he was like, Because I felt like it. Now the young suspect who has uh he has been charged with first degree <laughs> murder. Oh, um geez. but to bring some perspective to what happened. Um, he was on four medications for psychiatric condition, according to the warrants. So should he be held accountable for first degree murder when, you know, I technically mean, he could plead know. insanity? He probably doesn't even know. He doesn't know what, what he happened. No, honestly, like, of course, this kid doesn't know what he did. But on the same token, a mother is gone at this moment and right, her right, head right, has right. been detached from her body. How do you deal with this kid now? Right. And you know what? This is a funny topic because, like, I feel like if we were to ask, you know, not to make it racial, I feel like if we were to ask different groups, yeah, there'd be some really deep, different discussions. But yeah, I, agree. I feel like together as a collective, as a community, we should be able to come up to one, you know, group understanding of how to deal with our children on this level. Because I can't, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not popping pills like that, but I don't know. What's going on in this kid's mental that could bring him to that? Look at the movie Split. 
Right. Oh, that movie right? was amazing. If I'm, you so, didn't I'm see not it, trying to bring light it. to it, but you know, like, but it's it's it's, it's, it's definitely true. You never you never know. And I like I've said, um, I've worked in the mental health field for a very long time, and the amount of medication and behavior support plan behavioral excuse me support plans that it takes to have them um having some type of normalcy normalcy yeah. right and not um having as much behaviors is intense like they are highly medicated so a lot of the times um when it comes to, i know in urban communities and for minorities when it comes to the idea of having a mental illness depression schizophrenia whatever people kind of just chuck it up to like you being weird or there's a negative stigma to go seek help mm-hmm. or the idea of not being able to afford medication or being overly medicated question this child what race was he he i think he was hispanic okay Okay. He 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 looks Hispanic. I don't quote me like Hispanic, I, you know, Mexican. I don't want I, I I I'm not gonna sit here and like throw figures because I don't know the figures between the different races or yeah, yeah. the situations. But there's I don't know like there's a difference. I feel like there's a difference there between okay. like the different races and these mental conditioning problems. Like okay. I feel like a good baton, like a really <laughs> good baton at an early age. You see, can really set so a some baton mental- means. Um, physically disciplining your child in Word. English, but that's a problem. You cannot, you can't, and that's what I'm saying. The stigma, especially in culture, you feel like maybe you did something wrong when raising your child, hey, or a Jesus good beating would help, or this not a third. But when you think about all the the things in the environment, what we're inhaling, the pollution, what we're eating, um, how we're not eating natural foods anymore, fruits. We can't even buy natural spinach sometimes. There's a lot of chemicals that are being what? fed to us. I got a, so a, lot I got of a the side times, note for you on that. Go ahead. Yo, so I was talking to, the, I went to a bar. Okay. As a matter of fact, it was the bar that the event was at. Oh, 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 oh. shout outs to uh, Vantage Networks again. What? That was such a dope event. Um, The Clash, it was a... Uh, uh, the second live stream, and they were defending their title. Um, it was very dope, very very dope event. Yo. Where did we do that at again? I can't even remember. That bar was amazing, uh, though. Blank. Regardless, I'll, um, I'll holla. They I'll, gave me I'll a vodka it. taste test. Yeah, situation. I walked out to the event, and he, I'm trying to say bye. Yeah. You have a whole um, blindfold, blindfold testing. Like I'm like, <laughs> what? What happened? I was here? testing like six different vodkas, but we're gonna get back. Go ahead, yeah, to go that. back, go back. So now, when I was talking to um, one of the bartenders, he sidelines as a, um, a grocer. Okay. And he was telling me about like um, like Whole Foods and stuff like that. When you go out to get organic foods from Whole Foods or whatever, whatever, that tagline "organic" just means that the fruit, the fruits and the veggies haven't been coated in pesticides. That doesn't mean that the fruit itself wasn't grown through chemical, you know, modification. But don't they have to go through a different screening process? So I think also it depends on what's said in the ingredients. Like, I don't just buy it. I, that's so crazy you said that because I just came from a Whole Food uh, supermarket in Jericho Turnpike that I'm in love with, okay? Like, in love with. They had a grand opening. And I don't buy anything unless I, I read the ingredients. And if I don't know what it is, I Google it. So me being at the market is literally no, a production. like an apple, though. Yeah. They have uh, fake lettuce now that FDA approved that um, restaurants can serve. Fake at, lettuce? Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's fake cabbage. Like if you put Yo, why do the I cabbage feel like on the stove, right you know, on the stove. Like I've been living under a rock. Doesn't but there's fake cabbage. You know, if your fake lettuce, produce fake doesn't say caught by the sea or caught in the sea or something like that, like that the fish means you mean? yeah, for for like fish, fish for 
Right. If it doesn't say that for your fish or chicken, then nine times out of ten, they were um, basically... Right. They were basically... um, What is it called? Farm-raised. Right. If it's not farm-raised, then they were just giving, like, chemicals. Like, I literally... My sister just tagged me in a... I'm just going to start my own farm. I'm telling you, there's, like, two-headed pigs running around. I also Yo, read about you know KFC. They make all their chickens with six wings, right? I believe it. I believe, I believe it. it too. They also said chicken breast now. Like you know how it has like the white coating of the fat. If it's down the middle, that means that it was chemically induced, and they it, um they didn't have the proper nutrition and um the proper uh I guess nutritions yeah um to grow accordingly, and that it, nine times out of ten is chemically induced. So a lot of times you think I you're mean, eating better doing chicken breast, and it's not even. Most chickens, Just most chickens straight up, most chickens straight up isn't even like properly, you know how they say um, free range? Yeah. They still artificially inseminate them. Yeah, so they course. don't even know how to smash no more. And I feel like <laughs> a chicken that can smash should taste better. I agree. But um, <laughs> in terms of mental health, you know, I just urge everyone, because we definitely, <laughs> we're talking about food and stuff. I just really but urge everyone point. to really take time for self-care. And don't be ashamed if you have or feel like something ain't right up there. Because you never know. As humans in general, we don't know. A lot of times we, we don't know what we're capable of until the situation presents itself. So when you have a mental illness, it's, it's definitely important for you to to seek help so that's what i'm gonna say off of that uh, seek the proper help on yeah. top of that because like just going to one of these like doctors or whatever yeah. that's just gonna medicate you yeah. will probably increase the situation because um western health is all about medicating the situation yeah you know what i'm saying they don't want to get to the root yeah western um medicine doesn't want to get to the root so it's like a band-aid yeah they all about the band-aid if you feel pain pop this painkiller seek what helps you what works for you whether it's holistic whatever the case may be but be open to something more than just modern medicine amen um on to other news donald trump you know it's women's international month and it was recently women's international day so he tweeted something, I guess, trying to support the cause. And we all know he's just a sexist asshole. Um, and it definitely backfired. So he tweeted, actions speak louder than words. Um, oops, that's not what he tweeted. <laughs> what did he say? He basically was saying how um, I have tremendous respect for women and the many roles that they serve that are vital to the fabric of our society and our economy. So it basically backfired and they were like, like Huffington Post was going in with the retweets and I was cracking up. Like people were, um, there was a thread of basically just responding to what he said. So I'm going to just kind of go through a few of them, a quick synopsis. So um, they tweeted, they tweeted a picture of him on the Daily News saying that he likes to when he quoted that he likes to grab women's pussy and grabbing the crotch, first, crotch. grabbing the crotch during their first encounter. Um, then other people were talking about his over-sexualized comments that he makes to his daughters. Are you aware of that? Nah. To his daughter? Oh my God. There's so many interviews where he's referencing sex with his daughter and how bad she is and how sexy she is and if he wasn't married and if he wasn't um, her father, how they would have what? sex. At uh, one point he was No, they he were did on, not say I like if he you, wasn't his father. I promise you on one time um, I think Ellen was asking which I have in common and he was like sex and and his daughter was just like what so it's weird that he his daughter freaked out yeah she was just like "Uh, okay whatever 
Um, then people were tweeting about how do you support women when when you separate oh, mothers boy. and their children. Um, immigrants when they're crossing the border mm-hmm. or um, at the airport. So if you are an immigrant, the USA can separate mother from their child and hold them con- completely separate until the investigation is complete. Wow, doesn't that sound some slavery shit? It's oh my god. Then people were um, basically like, oh, he didn't write this tweet and be more specific. And how do you start off uh, a tweet about Women's International Day with the word I? Wait, what? So, because he tweeted and he said, um, I have tremendous respect. And when you're talking about Women's International Day, it, they, they basically were saying, like, how can you start off a tweet about Women's International Day with the word That's I? nitpicking. I'm sorry. And that he doesn't have any females I in his cabinet either. have, you know, respect for women, yeah. I'm going to say me. That's what are you nitpicking for? I mean... I mean, I'm not saying that the man is like, I'm not, I'm not giving the man no props in any way, shape, yeah. or form. But, yeah, don't, don't nitpick for any little thing like you know what i'm saying yeah Keep true to the to the topic i feel you i agree um but i do think that I, I mean whoever tweeted that shout out to them i don't think that he he tweeted that and i really don't don't care for him um trying to act like he cares about feminism and women because i'm sure he cares about women than what i think that he's very um chauvinistic i think that he just like a lot of people in our society women are still battling to, to be equals like if you even look at statistics women complete are higher in percentile it's crazy i just did a whole powerpoint presentation on this in um graduating college higher percentile in doing business medicine etc my, my they are like and black women are 33 percent on the higher ranking uh-huh. end of that. And, and i was under like, hired what? in leadership roles <laughs> what yeah so but you know what though they're under hired in leadership roles but they end up venturing out for themselves and becoming leaders of their own companies. So, and of yeah, their own. yes and no, but that's also a battle too because there's still that stereotype of women being in high positions instead yeah, of Yeah, we're getting used to it though because like, yeah. I know way too many. Breaking you know, barriers. You know, I'm, I'm going to just point out one of my homies right here. <laughs> I know way too many leading shorties out here for me to ever be like, what? Yeah. Ain't no chick going to tell me. Nah, go ahead, sister. But happy um, Women's International Month, though. Yeah. Very excited. We have a whole month. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole month. That. We got a whole month. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Nothing left unsaid. It's Is that time? It's that time. What's up? Give me some energy I needed. Drum I need roll, that needed to snaps. Let's go. I'm not doing that because I know that's <laughs> a hit towards me from the last two episodes. So, um... <laughs> Today's Nothing Left Unsaid is about rules to personal success. If okay. it's new business, relationship, self-growth, whatever it is. Defensiveness. Okay. Do we, do we want to like... I get wanna, it. You want to talk about that a little bit? Or? Is it more so like being open to constructive criticism for your growth? Mm, give it, baby. Give it, baby. A lot of the times people want to feel like, you know, I got this. I know everything. And they're, you know, to become a leader in whatever it is that you do, you have to be taught. You have to be a follower at one point. Yeah. And I think accepting constructive criticism is like a big part of it. The One of the biggest. So, um... I, the reason why this I brought this up is because I found it within myself. I was talking to you know a very close friend of mine, a female who is dear to my heart and everything. Yeah. And she was telling me about me, and I kept on jumping into the conversation to to like give like a little rebuttal to yeah. defend myself. And then like it just reached a point where I was just like, "Yo, bro, shut the up." You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was just like, 
she's telling you something to help, help you. you. And it's not as if like she's bashing you. She's giving you information. Be quiet. You know, humble your heart, humble your mind, and quiet those parts of you, those egotistical parts of you that make it that you're combative. And it's not easy, yo. No, it's not. It is not. I've been victim of that, too, when, like, in discussions or when someone's trying to tell me, even, not even in just business, as me, as a person, and how I'm moving. And it's 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 easy for you to feel like, oh, you coming at me sideways, or you don't agree because you might not be... You might not see what you're doing. You got to step outside the situation sometimes, yeah. you know? And hearing things that you need to work on is never easy. It's, it's never easy. But, but you, you have to, to be open that to that and, yep. and take it in. So it's I'm going to read you something yourself. from... Yeah, it's yeah. great you caught yourself. So I'm going to read something from Brian West, right? Um, you need your ego to survive in the three dimensions of the world. But you need only the part of the ego with processing information. The rest, pride, um, ignorance, defensiveness, fear is the worst that mm. you can use. The rest of the ego separates you from wisdom, joy, and God. Okay. So when you can when you can take your ego and know that there is positive, there is negative, yeah, and downplay that negative and up, you know what I'm saying? Uplift up, the positive. Uplift that positive. Then you'll be closer to God. You'll yeah. Be closer to yourself. Or whoever, wisdom. whatever it is that you yeah, believe in. You know, we're not going to. universe. Word. <laughs> we're not, you know, setting um, presidents on. Right. On belief, religion. And, on religion. Right. But if you can do that, you'll become closer to your spiritual force. You'll become, you know, closer to your mental wisdom and you'll become closer to your spiritual joy. That was amazing. Right? That's amazing. I'll definitely uh, take that with me this week. Uh, Ryan West, y'all. That's so important. That's so important in whatever you're doing in life. So thank you so much for that. Give me some. Give me, give some. me some. Hey. All right. So let's move into relationship reads. Let's do that. Let's move into relationship reads. Okay. So I was in a group, you know, because I love to bring these conversations that I'm having amongst, and I know you love to do that too, amongst your friends, amongst people that know us, and and then bring it here to get other perspective. Mm -hmm. And basically, they were saying how there, there are socially engineered concepts that music have introduced and embedded into young black people's heads, like hoes ain't loyal, thoughts, niggas ain't shit, etc., that are driving us apart. Now, do you think that we can chuck it up to it? Do you for one? Do you think that music plays a role in embedding these messages into our subconscious? And two, do we chuck it up to it just being music playing that role? Nah. Well, answer I, one first. Okay, so to answer the first one, if music is playing the role that subconsciously places these um, ideas or ideologies into our head, like hoes ain't loyal. Everyone isn't Thoughts, loyal, trust issues and freedom. stuff like that, and sexual freedom. Um, I feel like they were always there. Okay. Music makes it louder. And the okay. fact that we replay this music continuously is like kind of like a little brainwash. Okay, I agree. I think that, um, I know people don't like to admit this, but music has such a big influence on culture, on what we drink, alcohol. <laughs> clothes uber everywhere facts clothes where you eat like music is such a strong force and it's such a strong movement that 
if you're constantly putting something out there, you're constantly hearing it, constantly seeing it, it does become kind of like a subconscious thing where it, it's it's a normalcy. It's, it's normal. You know what I mean? I consider music to be the new scripture. Mm. I'm just, I, I've always felt that way. Like the words that we hear in our music yeah. on like, you know, you know, God rest Biggie, right? You know, rest yes. Biggie. So it's March 9th in honor of Biggie. Like he wrote biblical verses about like how to hustle, how to move. Yeah. You know, the um the Ten Commandments. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Uh, get them. Never get high your own supply, bro. You, <laughs> <laughs> you dig. I feel you, sister. I feel you. So, like, we create our own scripture. Yeah. Even in the, even in the um, presence of the turmoils that we face. Yeah. We create our own scripture within music. If you look at music to where it even started from. Before this rap thing, before all of that, let's before go hip-hop. back. Before hip hop, let's take it back before the boats. <laughs> we was teaching our kids education through music. Yeah, our ancestors. They were teaching us through music. All the lessons that we learned, everything that we absorbed. Even still now, A B C D E F G. I mean, let's take <laughs> it back to Michael Jackson. Right? Let's take, you're talking about A B C, right? Yeah. A B C. Easy as one. Millie two, Rock, three. Millie. Nah. <laughs> How you Millie Rock to a Michael Jackson pop? Yo, I swear, he'd be jamming in his soul right now. He'd probably I'm Millie Rock in heaven. For real. Oh, so, that's Yo, our music is our scripture. Yeah. I remember, as a matter of fact, you posted it and you shared it to me when Jay-Z was basically giving like the spoken word yeah. about how he was um selling drugs back during the Reagan era. Uh-huh. And he was doing the spoken word piece about what it was like to come up during this time. Yeah. And I tell you, I absorbed that. Way more than I absorb like certain lectures that I've been through in it's school. It's true. You can remember lyrics to a song and be damn it to a whole album. Know every word. You got a test tomorrow and you cannot memorize it for shit. It's true. It's it's kind of like that's what I'm saying. Like music does have a very big influence on media. Let me not just say music. Media, TV, music. It's but kind I, of like I would like to specify a constant on the replay. Of music. Okay. Because. Music just channels to a certain part of our spirit. It does. That just continuously just goes in full circle in our minds. It does. It does. It's it's spiritual. Yo, music is spiritual no matter what type of music that you're listening to. It could be the Very worst true. of hip hop, like shoot 'em up, kill, kill, kill. And I promise Very you, true. it talks to a certain part of your spirit. And Kiki Palmer actually um put up a video on her Instagram. Um, I, I can't quote word for word, but we posted it on our Instagram, that underscore podcast, plug, Ooh. follow us. And she basically was saying, why is it that our generation, um, I guess, um, not glorifies, I'm trying to say like, gives, I guess, a positive, um, overlay, I'm gonna just say that, a positive overlay, um, on drugs, sex, and, and death, like literally think about every song that's out there that that talks yeah. about killing people um uh, uh lost souls fighting like nigga I got the Glock in the car like <laughs> there's so many songs had, and we dance to it you know what i mean we, we glamorize freedom. it we never had freedom bro what do you mean like all right not to make it like too deep and go into what you're going to but i will <laughs> you know what i'm saying Imagine the people that's always been suppressed has always seen darkness. Okay. That that's all that they know. All they know is to dance in the shadows, to dance in the flames. Eh. 
I don't think so because when you think about our ancestors in slavery, they they were going through through hell and back through the ringer, and they use hymns, they use music to uplift them and they through got the lynched. struggle. Yeah, and they still were saying uplifting things and hymns. But it was the ones to that, uplift them. But it was the so, ones that were fighting that changed that situation. It was the ones that, not to say, took on the demonic statement, but the ones that were just like, "Yo, we're not going to win through this like." Praise God. God is going to save us. He's going to... We are going to have to stand on our own feet and do... But that has nothing to do with... But that does. Think about it. It doesn't because they... Okay. But I'm not seeing the connection because you're saying it's the ones that that fought. But how do you... That doesn't mean that they still weren't in, in the field... Him, you have to get through the day. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what they did to get through the day, to have some type of hope, some type of faith. So, yes, I understand. And I'm not saying we we can't have music that tells about what happens in the hood because it's necessary. There's a lot of people that mm-hmm. are closed-minded to what's happening in the hood. So right. it is necessary. But what Kiki Palmer was saying and what this question um uh is why saying is, the is other side? why is it glamorized so much? Like, why is our... I, us as a generation, we can listen to music about killing, like having people, Bobby Smurda, um, getting capped, shot, and then his cap, his head went back and turned and spin on the floor. Like we can literally dance to it and hear it and not even understand the story that it's telling. Like it's glamorized. Like yeah, bounce your ass, be a thought. Like these hoes ain't loyal. Girls will be in a concert talking about these hoes ain't loyal, and I'm guilty of it too. That's my song. Word. But really, listen <laughs> to what we're saying. You understand what I'm saying? For okay, so for one, it's the unspoken, right? It's the things that like we've been forced to suppress. Okay. It's the part of ourselves that we've been forced to suppress and be like, yo, what you're doing isn't right. You can't cuss. You can't do this. So it's really a renegade scenario. And okay. like to go back to what I was saying before, the people that are winning are those that are the, were the renegades. Right. The ones that were like, you know, going underneath the, the gate. Okay. There's been this gate up of like, yo, you have to walk this way to get through. Walk this way. Talk. Do you hear this Sorry. one? Give Do me you... a kiss. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't even understand where that came from. Help me. Oh, I got to be on you. Help me. No, seriously, though. I um, tell you, they only tune in for you. And <laughs> I'm just keeping it a buck. I didn't even go live. Aww. But um, so you're basically saying that it's the people that fought that are fought through the it and made that, it through that made these, these songs? The people that changed the road, that changed the way to win are the ones that did something different. And because that different was so brand new and so unheard of, they won. Look okay. at Jay Z through selling drugs. Look at Little Yachty by going mad left field. I can't even with Little Yachty. You you know he's coming out with um flavor rap snacks, right? Yeah, and it's gonna win because it's different. They are no flavored rap. Dirty. Snacks. I'm not eating your snack. He's not making it. He looks dirty. And you know there's he's other rappers, Fabulous it. Migos, Little Boosie that's doing it already. Well, I mean it's marketing. Look at it. Yachty, I get your life. Ugh, I just ugh. Let him be dirty. Dirty's Let the new him rich. Be great, I guess. I hate Dirty's you. the new rich right now. Do you think that music influences relationships oh, in our yeah, generations? Because that brings us to relationship freeze. The distrust that music has brought into relationships. Because hoes ain't loyal. Why these bitches is never loyal. Now we gotta be bitches. I mean, y'all call yourselves that. 
when y'all talking to your homegirl, don't you be like, bitch? That's different. That's like you saying I call my my black folks nigga, but a white guy could call you a nigga. There is a, I really it's a don't different even, I don't even really call my bros nigga like that. A lot of people do. Yeah, and that's And it's people that don't call that's, that's their girls bitches. Like, I'd be like, yo, that's my bitch. And, and she'd be looking at me like, yeah, I'm his bitch. And I'm like. Well, when speaking about. Y'all keep on talking about yourselves negatively and watch the energy just keep on crashing. Well, damn, because then uh, my energy crashing because I, I definitely be like, bitch, what? But uh, <laughs> I do I do realize um, by yo, encountering words different have people. energy. Yeah, because um, I was actually speaking to this girl from. Um, where is she from? I think like uh, Wisconsin or something like that. And she kept asking me a question. I'm like, bitch, hold on. And I had to catch myself because I'm so New York. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, I hope you didn't take that as like a derogatory statement. Like, bitch just kind of came out. I'm not really saying you're a female dog like a bitch. Because I literally was like, yo, bitch, hold on. Because she just kept asking me a question. I'm, I'm like, yo, bitch, hold on. Not realizing like some people are really not comfortable with that. So that's something that I want to work on. Yeah. And it comes and goes. Like sometimes I don't curse at all. Sometimes I, I I want to curse a lot. Sometimes it just, like, it literally just depends on my state of mind and where I'm at. Some girls are Beyonce, some girls are Riri. <laughs> I'll just be both. That's fine. <laughs> hey, everybody wants that good girl on the streets and the freak in the sheets, right? Hey. You see how she said, hey, like, and it's still going? Because you know what that's. What? Nah. All right, I'm not uh, going to throw you like that. I ain't going to have people looking at you kidding. like that. Listen. So, what? music. Go if ahead. we had more make love, Women empowered music it like before, like the Marvin Gaye's and you know. I mean, we can even when, take it a little bit closer to home, like Indiare. Like, remember her? Uh, I used to love. She Indy. was on a Soul Train Awards with um Erica Badu and did a little performance. It was oh, I love Indiare. But like, how long did she last? Look at Music Soul Child. How long did he last? Well, Music Soul Child was he the one who wanted to be a rapper? He was, and he was gonna change his whole name. Went on um the on um. Breakfast Club behind 97. It was mad jokes. I'm like, you cannot be a rapper, music soul child. Like, <laughs> you what? cannot be a rapper, music soul child. You like, already... you soul child. Hmm. That's like when Jordan <laughs> tried Stay to do baseball. Lane. Oh my God. <laughs> or when Shaq wanted to be a detective. Like, Wait, make what? a free throw, Shaq. Are you kidding me? He wanted to be a detective? He was he was a cop for a while. Even um, Was Shaq a cop for a bit? What is his Yo, name? Yo, people, I'm sorry. Yes, was Shaq... My people on live was Shaq oh my God. a cop. Who's the, who's the comedian? I need to the know. Pimp, the pimp. Uh, the pimp. Oh, my God. What is Who his name? Um, he was you on talking about for Cat a while. Williams? Cat Williams had a whole um, Spiel? script on that. Yeah. Right. He was like, um, imagine. He was talking about how um, Shaq, Shaq, like if you got pulled over cop. by Shaq, what would you do? And he was like, nigga, I'll roll up my window. Like, could you make a free throw? Out here giving tickets, Shit. Johnny. You ain't no cop, Shaq. <laughs> Yo, I was cracking up. <laughs> Oh man! Stay in I can still see what you would call it, pretending like Shaq to fall. Um, Kevin Hart. Uh, uh, oh yeah! Ah, uh, 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 uh. yo! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Hart yes. for, that, for that Shaq impression. Yeah, you know who I'm really into right now? Who? Noah Trevor. Yo, yeah, you've been talking about really, my man for a bit. Really into him. Really, really. First of all, he. Why well, I feel like this light skin like dude got you open? He's, yeah, there we his go. Accent? You hear this? No, his, and he's go. really, really funny, and he's I'm tired. tall. I'm so like tired. he's just everything. And his stand, no, you know what I really oh like about him? God. No, no, no. All right, I was joking. Listen, go ahead. I like that. What we've been missing from comedy for a while is education in comedy. He really educates 
and 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 still makes it really 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 funny and, funny and entertaining and okay. there's a lot of comedians that don't really do that anymore I there's a you. lot of comedians so but when did they I ever miss him doing what oh god there's so what I don't get your life. I, I remember Richard Pryor. Like, he educated me like how to do heroin and shit. Like, wow, I don't, no, there's I, a even Cat Williams was educational. He talked about certain things. Um, what is and his name? where's my man Cat Williams now? You can't do that. Martin Lawrence talked about a lot of things. You can't say where they are because there's an era and a time for everything. Uh, well, oh, and the Martin, last one I, I just I feel seen. you on Martin. All right, I'll give you that because Martin but was definitely educational. There's a lot of comedians. There's a lot of comedians, and I think Noah's fine self came in and told America about did you itself. have to add the fine yes I did oh god I did you mad uh, hot right now just let you know you warm up <laughs> the booth I just wanna let you know listen before we get look to at you you couldn't even get your words out are you still thinking about the man I'm you not, want a moment I can't give my right, I'm gonna together. give her a moment I'm gonna just give her a moment Go ahead. moment of silence no so last show we said that um um, personally, we were going to talk about working while black, blackface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to talk about this. But, yeah. okay, um, I actually want to save that for our next show because we have special guests. Remember my tattoo artist? Oh, word, D's coming? He's coming. And I'm going to try to get my blogger to come too because she's like Yo, this is one opposite of the things like just off of what I posted when I during my tattoo session and what he was talking about about you can't be a bro girl blah 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 my bloggers was hitting me up friends hitting me up so I'm gonna get a blogger in here maybe if you wanna bring someone to you can and we're gonna really discuss um, relationships next show we're gonna talk about blackface in the workforce um, doing mm. that as a woman doing that as a male next episode is going to be bonkers so make sure that you know you're locked in you're following us on all social media platforms that underscore podcast that's instagram twitter soundcloud dot uh, com slash thoughts and talks itunes i was so excited make to sure. talk about this today i am too i really really wanted this is gonna to be amazing but i think with, i hope everybody tunes in for this topic yeah this- with with around the, and we'll promote it during the week um with the roundtable discussion about it, i think it can get really really deep um, and then I really want to dive into some real taboo relationship talk. Like what? Real taboo relationship talk. Like what? Like taking like, it in the butt? Like giving it to shorty in the butt or something? T- if, shit, if that's what you want to talk about. Or um, <laughs> the ideology of men not being able to be faithful regardless. And I've been, Oh, you're talking about Amber Rose. I'm talking about a lot. So we're going to... Next show is going to be interesting. So make sure that you're mm-hmm. locked and loaded. Um, I guess we go on to our final words. Is there anything you want to say before your final words? Um, no, nah, this final words is, you know, like I always say, experience is the greatest knowledge. So get out there and learn something. Yes, get out there and learn something. All right, for me, um, for respect and in honor of the notorious B.I.G., baby, baby, um, my final words and thoughts, um, goes like this stay far from timid only make move moves when your heart's in it and live live the phrase sky's the limit i messed up that whole thing let's try Go that again stay far from timid only make moves when your heart's in it and live the phrase the sky's the limit and that's from his uh the sky's the limit song yo biggie's biggie was such a lyricist i'm telling you it's yeah. all scripture yeah. Biggie albums is scripture. All right, before we go, I know we just did our whole word of affirmation. <laughs> Biggie or Tupac? 
I was always a Tupac fan first. Over Biggie? Um, yeah. What about but you? like Biggie? Biggie? Over Tupac? Okay. Biggie over Tupac. All right. Tell me why I love them Tupac. both. Um, I grew up in this like um, self-expression era and Tupac was big on, he was a poet. Uh-huh. He was a poet. Biggie was a poet, right? Um, Biggie was a poet. Tupac. Biggie was a poet as well, but Tupac was like this underground raw poet and he was talking about the struggle and fighting the struggle head on on some Black Panther shit way before anybody else was. You said Biggie or Tupac? I said Tupac. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying all of that for Biggie. I'm no, like, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, he did that, but Tupac. Tupac. You sound I'm like you're talking about, about Machiavelli over here. Yeah. Okay. And like, for me, during my like mental, like when I was absorbing life, listening to Tupac and fighting back against all odds and against everything, that was really important for me. Yeah. I, I think, um, <sighs> Biggie, I love you so much. Um... I don't know if I could do one of the over nah, the I can't other. Do one of the over, but but other, I think but. they both brought um, needed needed things to the game. Like you said, Tupac would make the music where you you with your homeboys and y'all gangster and y'all want to go sell something on the strip and fuck somebody up. But in the same respect, a dear mama song making you appreciate your mama, and in the same respect. Um, poetry songs and spoken like he has books and books of spoken word and you know I, I'm a person for that so I think that um, he was very woke educational and I, I love um, his versatility and how uh, multifaceted he was like literally he's like yeah um, you're talking about I'm a thug I'm talking about Tupac okay I'm a thug tattered across my chest but let's let's be clear like he had especially when he grew up with with members from the ba- Black Panthers you know what I'm saying yeah. and he was he and his he mom. didn't stray from that he did a lot for the hood too so I love Tupac when it comes to Biggie I think that um I also love him for for his lyrics. I love him for his, his music, his education as well, and just keeping keeping it a buck. However, so there's a documentary, uh, a documentary basically um, going through and and this is white guy, this this reporter, and I forgot the name of it. It's on Netflix, and he's basically going through the case of the killing and shooting of Tupac and Biggie, mm-hmm. and he interviews um, this. Uh, guy at the supermarket that Biggie used to to work for. He interviews his mom as well. And basically they were saying like the life that he um, spoke of like selling the drugs, doing this, that, being in the street fighting was kind of like a split identity. Like he lived, he didn't live in a one bedroom shack. He lived in a, 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 a middle class home. There was always food on the table. The guy in the grocery store, which was close to him, said that he was always a good kid, wasn't in the trouble. This not a third, but he made his life a certain way to kind of fit in. And they said that in the music industry. So for me, it's like, damn. But Tupac, you could tell it wasn't to fit in. This was him. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I respect both of them, but I don't I can't put one or the other. I could never I could never pick one or the other. It just I so happened that it. I grew I I was more directed towards Tupac at the time. Yeah. That's it. Definitely, definitely. But I, I lived, I lived, and my like, knowledge came a lot ever. from. However, I stay down to the socks. That was my boy. Um, Biggie was Biggie. Uh, word. Twenty. It was what twenty two years ago today. Twenty two. Twenty years ago today. Twenty. Yeah. Um. So rest in peace to Biggie Smalls. Um. Much respect. So that is it for Epi Four of that podcast again. Epi 
four. Yeah, that's your signature right there. Right. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That underscore pot. We gotta get our Twitter up. Like we're so heavy on our own personal Twitter. Our our I know we gotta get our that podcast uh, Twitter up. So follow us. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Um, we can start interacting with you guys. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Thoughts and Talks. iTunes, of course. Um, and if you want to follow this this king right here, how 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 can they follow you? Yo, you can catch me on every little where <laughs> in the voice of my girl Lilo. You feel me? Nah, but you can catch me King Kurtz on every single where. Uh, it'll it'll connect you to Kurtz A. Demore, which is my actual nice. Lord name given. Um, you know, just just find me, King Kurtz. You'll I'll talk me. about how to um book you for photography, videography, oh, art yes. direct. Like, let them know. But they're gonna see that we got some work. We got some stuff in the works where you're gonna see us. You know, um, connecting to local conscious rappers and you know just producing a lot of content. It's coming up, and it's gonna be you know us, yours truly. Dopeness, dopeness. But if they want you now. Oh, if they want me now, go to the website, <laughs> Kurtz A Demore. That's C U R T S A D A M O U R. Um, dot com and you can catch me through there um also you can catch me on my instagram king kurtz um and you can find me there and you can see some of my work yeah well step into my world <laughs> lilo l-e-l-o um underscore world that's instagram snapchat twitter uh facebook lilo martelli website liloworld.com um and you know i i love interacting with people so you know i'm here and if you have any business inquiries you can email lilo at liloworld.com um and shout out to that everyone podcast out there. is doing marketing yeah that podcast is doing marketing <laughs> we let you know right now the box is in we out peace